gods of the theater smile on us you who sit up there stern in judgment smile on us you who look down on actors and who doesn't bless this yearly festival and smile on us Welcome to Thespis in the Green Room. It's Bruce and Melanie here. Hello. Hello. It's been a while. It has been so (laughs) very long. But yet it feels so good to just be kind of sitting here across one another, chatting. We're in the same room, too, which has also been a while for that, right? It's been a very long time, (laughs) indeed. So this is good. I mean, in fact, we've just been sitting chatting before we we decided to start recording because we just needed to catch up, you know? We did. We did, because it's been a while. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think we've said that like 17 times now. <laughs> well, you know what you'll have to edit, you know? <laughs> so let's get into where we've been the last few months. I mean, mm. first of all, we haven't had an episode, I guess, since summertime, right? Yeah. Yeah, summertime was our last July. one. And um, and then you had some, some adventures that you were on. So tell us just a little bit about, you know, where you've been and what you've been up to. Yeah. And I just want to preface this by saying... We were honestly going to try to keep cranking out episodes. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was so the goal. <laughs> the logistics of it got insane with yeah. me being on the road so much. Yeah. So, I mean, it's hard sometimes, even when you're in the same town, to organize yes. time schedules. Oh, yeah. But, you know, just add those other elements of being in different states and different time zones sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That, that really throws a wrench into it sometimes. But Indeed anyway. it does. Yeah. So it just was. It just got to be impossible mm-hmm. with the logistics. So. so it was kind of disappointing for us, in a way, to not a continue. Bit. But, yeah. But, you I was know. bummed by that because yeah. I, so, I so enjoy our conversations mm-hmm. and talking to people about what's happening in theater mm-hmm. and what's going on. It's good. Yeah. No, good I, stuff. I do too. So, but you know, new year, back. new year, new us, right? Yes, we are back. <laughs> so, where have I been? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been here. You've been here, but you have been very busy. <laughs> well, yeah, you've, sure. You know, I try to keep busy. You've been doing some mm-hmm. shows, and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about some of that. Because yeah. um, when I left, you were in rehearsal for. The glow shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Best little Best little Texas. Texas. Yeah, that seems like an, like forever going mm-hmm. away. But yeah. Because uh-huh. it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right. And now you're in rehearsal for another show. Mm-hmm. And we're going to chat yeah, we'll about that, that sure. a little later. But for me, so I was here and I was planning on seeing you in Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Very excited about that. But I got a last minute call from a summer stock company up in New England asking me if I could come and be a mid-season replacement for the position of company manager. Mm, yeah. So I needed to take that opportunity, so I did. Yeah, no, absolutely. Sounds like, a, I mean, it sounds like a lot of responsibility when you say company manager. It sounds like you're, you know, taking charge of the whole operation. Really. <laughs> Not quite. No, yeah. no, 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 no. no. Um, certain aspects. So company manager, typically they oversee the housing and the transportation and sometimes some food things and making sure that the actors or the technicians or the other people working on shows, if they need a doctor, they get to the doctor. Mm-hmm. So all those kind of living things. Gotcha. Okay. All, those, all the things that are necessary to, to keep people alive and healthy sure. and happening. Mm-hmm. So they can do their job. Super important. As artists, mm-hmm. technicians, designers, directors, et cetera, et cetera. All right. And this was in a summer stock setting. So this is a summer stock setting. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And what is summer stock? Summer stock. Summer stock is this kind of blanket term for uh-huh. summer theater. Okay. And it comes in many different versions and levels and locations. It's it's just an American term. It's not something they use over in the UK or other places. Mm-hmm. T- typically just 
is an American phenomenon. I wonder why. Not that they don't do summer theater in other sure. places. They just don't call it summer stock. Gotcha. Okay. But in America, we call it summer stock. And that name comes from the season when shows are being done. Often, these companies only operate during the summer. Gotcha. Or they have a special summer season. Mm-hmm. So there's the summer. And the stock refers to the fact that they often use stock scenery and stock costumes and props, etc. Because they're only operating in the summer, so they have a limited amount of time to maybe get these things mm-hmm. typed together. So they use things that they have in and, stock. Right. <laughs> so and they, and yeah. budget. You and know, that's probably the, how they decide their season, too, based yeah. on some of the things that they already have right, available sure. to them. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So, and they typically cater to to people who are traveling. A lot of people travel during the summer. And so, tourist de- destinations probably have yes. more summer stock opportunities, maybe. Yes. Okay. And the New England area is a particular hotbed of summer stock mm-hmm. activity. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of people summer summer in New England. Yeah. You know. They leave the urban areas <laughs> right. and they go summer in the Catskills or, you know, whatever. Yes. And they so, need to be entertained. So they, they do you know. need to be entertained. So as they're passing through the beautiful countryside outside the city, they get to see a couple shows. Mm -hmm. Okay, very good. It's a great opportunity, too, for actors who are based in the city to get out of the city. Mm -hmm. Sure. Maybe go somewhere else and typically i mean there i mean at least from what i've heard it's almost like a repertory situation where there's multiple shows maybe going on at the same time so you have an opportunity to hopefully play a few different roles get a few different roles under your belt as from the actress perspective they're going to get to work you know in a full-time setting for the summer anyway and maybe take on uh, a couple roles they wouldn't have opportunity to do somewhere else at the same time like that Right. It kind of depends on the company and how they set it up right. as far as their actors or cast. But uh, sometimes it can be a rep company. It can be a core group of people. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes it can be a mix. There are quite a few theaters that have a core company that's there for the whole summer. Sometimes they're a young company or mm-hmm. an intern company or an emerging artist type company, right. something like that. And they're there for the whole time and they plug in. Right. But maybe the leads are coming in just for the one show gotcha. and then they leave. Okay. So, but it depends. It depends on how the company is set up. Yeah. So. Interesting. Well, wow. yeah. I'm sure that has its challenges. It does have its challenges because everybody's from out of town. Mm-hmm. So, hence the company manager, one of the major focuses is housing. Yeah, logistics, I oh, guess, but gosh. my gosh. Logistics. Yeah. yeah. Because so. people are coming in and out and in and out, mm-hmm. right? So, that's changing all the time. Because mm-hmm. the show's... The shows are changing all the time, mm-hmm. and often there's more than one show happening at a time. Mm-hmm. So um, multiple stages and so on, probably. Often. Yeah. Not always, but sometimes there's... I mean, I can't think of too many that just do one show. They mm-hmm. Even if they don't have a, a main stage in a studio or some something akin to that, there's usually it's a children's theater or an educational yes, right. type element that mm-hmm. those shows are going on while the main stage show is going on workshops are going on there's usually a plethora of Mm -hmm. activities related to the theater so there's a lot happening yeah wow so tell us about your experience well um because you're coming in mid mid midstream in a way so that's (laughs) mid-season midstream so that's a challenge in itself yeah not not i don't know stream (laughs) massive tsunami might be more (laughs) because you're coming in right where everything is really at its height almost i would think it was i did i came in right they were in the middle of a big name musical Mm -hmm. happening on the main stage and New important crazy shows happening on their second stage. Mm-hmm. So much going on. So yeah. much going on. 
So you have to um, come in kind of, you know, already running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was very challenging. Mm-hmm. The company manager that started the season had to go, mm-hmm. and they needed somebody to come fill in the blanks. I have to say, I was extremely lucky that my assistant company manager mm-hmm. and my company management interns were so awesome. Yeah, that's and great. they were so awesome. So they were they had started the season there, obviously. Yeah, they had been there the whole yeah, time. Okay. So without their history and knowledge of mm-hmm. who's who, what's happening, where's this thing, where's that thing, right? How do we get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was extremely helpful. They were great. That's great. So I was very lucky in that sense. And a supportive group of mm-hmm. people. But it's very challenging. Yeah. Very no, challenging. I think, I think the environment itself is, is challenging anyway. I mean, you got to look at the. Yeah. I mean, just knowing what, what it is to put on a show and be a part of a show. Yeah. Now you're putting on multiple shows. You're coming into shows that are already starting. Mm-hmm. You're coming into actors and, and actors and actresses and um, tech crew and all these people that you don't even know. So you have to yeah. get all that under your belt. So there's that all can, this history yeah, there's that all, that's has right. already happened. Yep. And I mean, being in shows is intense anyway. Right, right. But the summer stock experience, especially for the people that are there for the entire summer, it is a very intense. It's there's there's nothing quite like it. Yeah, well, <laughs> this is all you're doing for that summer. Right. I mean, it's not like you know, you, I don't want to minimize what other actors and actresses do, but I mean, those those uh, you know, when you're working in in other settings, that that's it's almost like a nine to five situation. This right. is like a twenty four hour situation. Right. You know, you're working all the time to put this material yeah. out there for this shortened, you know, um, experience. Right. Yeah. And it happens very quickly. Yeah. The turnover is super quick from show to show to show. Mm-hmm. So there's, it's it's crazy. It's intense. It's wild. It's a ride. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of emotions. Yeah. There's a lot of... Well, just um, not having enough sleep can heighten all yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're, and you're all living together. You yeah. know, there's... Depending on the setup. I mean, our setup, we had several different houses and mm-hmm. properties. But, of course, there's multiple people sure. in each property. Yeah. So and personalities, personalities, yeah. <laughs> lots of personalities, artistic personalities. Yes, indeed. Eh? <laughs> Different I think needs. you don't have to say anymore because you know <laughs> uh, we're you're painting a picture. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. And so. and this particular company was operating in an extremely rural area. Mm-hmm. So and, so and location. What a huge challenge location, that is. Yeah, there's a lot of driving. Yeah, so much driving. That just adds to your day. Oh my god! I was in the car. I mean, I I spent at least half the day in the car, if uh-huh. not more. You love that. I love it so much. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows I hate driving. Hate it. I mean, I do what I have to do. Sure. We all do. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of driving. Yeah. But I did, and it happens. So yeah, but a lot of driving around and no cell phone service in wow, a lot of in no, a lot of areas. Goodness. And long distances between gas stations, so you had to be mm. just like very aware yeah. of like, yeah, it's what's totally my different. Gas, That's what's right. happening. Yeah. So yeah, so it's just just a lot, hmm. just a lot. Did you get to see some good art? You know, it's kind of funny. I actually. I didn't see all the shows. Well, I suppose that's difficult I too. I didn't have time. Yeah, that's uh, understandable. I yeah. saw. I saw snippets. Mm-hmm. I saw bits and That's pieces. That's what I think you would probably do. That's right. You get in and see like, half, oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe you'd be able to catch the other half later. <laughs> yeah, I I only saw portions of that big main stage musical. Mm-hmm. I did sit through two full productions of the um, what was happening on the second stage. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Was it two? Did I get to see two? 
Maybe just one. Oh, I think I just saw one. <laughs> <laughs> just saw one. Yeah, While I, I was there, there were what? Um, I think there were four companies, four shows that were kind of, this one was finishing, this one was starting, this mm-hmm. new group was coming, you know, between all this. I think there was about four acting companies that wow. were rotating through. Um, and I wasn't there very long. I Because, I, like I said, I You're came. You're coming in I mid, came, yeah. And I was just a stopgap. Yeah. Um, because the, uh, there was a company manager that was coming in behind me because I had something else I had to go do. Right. Um. So I was just a stopgap. So I wasn't there very long. Man. So it was a very intense time. Yeah, I can't imagine. Beautiful. Uh, part Beautiful of the part world. of country. Yeah. I mean, I lived in New Hampshire <laughs> for a time. Um, yeah. In my early twenties, um, yeah, and I just, you know, th- that part of New England is just beautiful. Um, yeah, I just loved it. I, yeah. I thought, well, I'm, I might stay here. You know, I didn't end up, but I was in New Hampshire, but it was great, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you're from upstate New York. Yeah, so New York. Mm-hmm. That area is probably not too far off. No, I mean, it's still, you know, people don't realize how far away. Yeah. I mean, it was still a twelve, thirteen hour. You know, drive from mm. where I from where I grew up in New York. Mm. Um, but I think, well, maybe eight to ten, something like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, it was, and it's still a different, just a whole different vibe. I mean, mm-hmm. in New Hampshire, we were on on the water, and and it was water and mountains right there. I mean, it was just, it was beautiful. Mm. Um, but it's it's kind of, it still is very rural, even even now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I talk to people every now and again from that area and I think, oh, yeah, I lived up there and, and it hasn't changed. I mean, people go up there for the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the destination because in the winter, you know, you're really out in the boonies and and it's in mountainous and, mm-hmm. and all that. So, travels can be a little bit more treacherous. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's where people summer, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's out of the city yeah. in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was my first stop. And then I had to I had to leave there, and there was another replacement company manager that came in right behind me mm-hmm. that finished out their summer season, mm-hmm. and then they had a few fall activities. Gotcha. A few productions happening in the fall, and then she was there for all that. Gotcha. But I had to go because I had another contract. Another contract. See, yeah. that's the type of work this is, you know, when you're working. Yeah. You know, it's kind of contract-based where you pick up a contract for a designated period of time and then maybe work on to the next contract for, right. again, another designated period of time exactly. with the options to continue or not, you know. Yeah. Exactly. So then that's that's good and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Because, you know, for some people – the lack of job security might be a yeah. concern. Yeah. And it is a little bit of a hustle because you're constantly having to say, oh, what's the next, gig? the next gig? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> but not unlike an actor. I mean, even in the production oh, world, sure. no, no. it's very much, it's you know, same. it's the same type of thing. Totally yeah. the same. So then you went from there to the next thing. To the next gig. With not really anything in between, any time in between, right? I mean, you, you barely finished, Days. you finished, and it was like, come home to pack up and get get yeah. yourself moving again. I think it was less than a week. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and tell us about that. That. That was definitely something different for me. Mm-hmm. I had never experienced that before. So, I went and worked on a cruise ship. Wow. Sounds glamorous <laughs> and exciting. And... Sounds so glamorous. <laughs> well, it sounds like the love boat. You know, that's what I think yeah. of right away. Doesn't everybody, you know? Yeah. Julie, everything <laughs> going swimmingly. And she wasn't there. The shipboard romances <laughs> and the beautiful pools of water, the beverages yeah. the, with the umbrellas, you know, all that great stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? 
It sounds really glamorous. <laughs> sounds being the operative word here. So, so first of all, before, had you ever been on a cruise just like personally? Yeah. Like to, okay, as a so passenger. As a yeah. passenger, yeah. Um, and what was your experience like? That was fun. Yeah. I was a teenager. This sure. was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and it was a, oh, what they say in the cruise ship industry is a quick turn and burn. Oh, is that <laughs> what they call it? Yeah. So that was, I think it was just a long weekend. So oh. It was like a three or four day okay. thing. And um, we went to the... Bahamas. Yeah, I think we oh, did really? the same yeah, thing. I think Bahamas. with my kids, yeah. and it was great. I mean, we loved it. It was like a five day, mm-hmm. and um, it was the first cruise. I think that's a, a smart one to start your cruising mm-hmm. on to kind of see if you even like that whole type of vacationing and the whole setting. And it was great. Really loved yeah. it, and we liked some of the un- entertainment on board, which is what you were involved in, right? Yeah. Uh huh. That's what I did. <laughs> you were an entertainer. I was did you not. Do some stand up? No. no? <laughs> you could now, uh, right? <laughs> yes, I could. No, it was I. I had uh, the title of production manager. Mm-hmm. So I just need to preface this by saying, this job was not really my cup of tea. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I appreciate the experience. Mm-hmm. It was definitely an education. I bet. <laughs> I bet. But. Um. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So not your cup of tea in not what my respect? Cup of tea. So because again, it sounds like production manager very much in tune to the productions happening on board. So you're dealing with casts, I guess. Was it multiple productions? Yes. Okay. And it wasn't just the shows. Mm-hmm. The department and that position handled multiple things. Yes, everything that happens on the stages, mm-hmm. various stages. Right. Uh, but also things like the elevator music, what you call really? it, the background music, uh-huh. anything coming over the speaker systems, the wow. televisions in the staterooms, the movie showings that happened on really? the ship. Yeah. Huh. And also, for some reason, the, the kids' club was in our domain as well. Wow. So, well, I guess it's entertainment, but still, you think some of those things would be a different form of yeah. entertainment, so, you know, somebody else would be handling that, you know? Yeah, that that all kind of fell under hmm. us. Um, so, that was interesting, and anytime there were any presentations, and there were quite a few, especially on sea days, for example, if the spa wanted to, and they did every, multiple <laughs> times every sea day, uh, want to present a workshop or, you know, and it's kind of, you know, to help sell their services. Sure, of course it sure. is. Or if the shops wanted to have a workshop on diamonds, for example, mm-hmm. to inform you on how to choose good diamonds. So like I remember being on a cruise ship and they had like art. Yes. You know, like you go yes. through, it was like to sell art. I yes. mean, they, they were selling art, yes. but I mean, you could go through and see all the art and yes. and maybe ask questions and, yes. you know, all that kind of, so that was, fell under your kind of domain too? Well, the, they used to have visual art for mm-hmm. sale on that particular ship, but when I was there, they did not. But, they but were, that would have, had that been something offered, that I would have been. I don't know, because okay. it, was, it was something that was. Cha- they were changing, changing how they were handling all that. Oh, okay. And in that particular moment, there was no art for sale on the gotcha. ship. So okay. I don't know, like, when they make their decisions about how they're changing how they're handling art. Right. I don't know. Yeah. But in that moment, no, I did not have to deal with any uh, like paintings or visual art type things. Hmm. So, uh, but which is good because I had enough. Enough other things. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there were four performance venues. Mm-hmm. That I had to oversee. Right. Which, of course, were active pretty much every night. Sometimes they were dark. Sometimes a particular venue was dark because the performers get a night off. Sure. Yeah. I didn't. 
<laughs> well, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So there was four different venues with different types of music in them. Mm-hmm. Well, one of those was the main stage and the other three had different types of music and acti- different activities. Right. So, yeah, it was quite a lot. Some cruise ships do. Do like an actual traditional. Yeah, right. Which um, I have never been on a one that did that, mm, you know. This was not that. This is yeah. this is more akin to something you might see in Vegas. Yeah. I okay. Vegasy so nightclub like shows. Song and dance mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or comedians or other guest artists. Right. So depending on what the schedule was for that night. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Hmm. So that was that was so, so you managed the spaces, so that entailed, you know, every aspect of the production and make sure it ran smoothly, started on time, ended on time. All the features of the production ran the way according mm-hmm. that it should be. If there's any issues with equipment and all that kind right. of thing, oversight on all that. Wow. I mean, there were obviously there were technicians. Sure, and, but still, and somebody, other people you know, on the team. Yeah. <laughs> but but a lot they of had to people. answer to somebody, you know. Right. So yeah. Yeah. So it was that, and you know, just also looking after the performers and the the people in the company and mm-hmm. all the technicians and everybody who was involved. Right. So oversight of all that. Also, anything. Related to game nights or... Okay. Um, I do remember some of those experiences too. Yeah. yeah. So any of those kind of line dance classes sure. or mm-hmm. <laughs> any of yep. those other activities. Remember we had one, it was a um, Michael Jackson thriller class or something. <laughs> you learned the thriller. I did not do that. Right. But, uh, <laughs> right. but yeah, something like yeah. that. Okay. So things like that. Um, and there was also a cooking show. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Uh, which fell under my oh, domain gosh. and um, some computer classes. Man. <laughs> so just like the the activities activities yeah. that uh, aside from shore excursions that was a whole other mm-hmm. department so if you are doing activities off the ship but all the activities on, on the, the ship, ship except for eating and except for the casino right well and the spa yeah <laughs> so not everything yeah yeah but um and the sports court was mine too so mm. there's a basketball court and ping pong tables and you know all that stuff that was that fell under our department. Wow. I suppose the, one of the biggest challenges, too, is, you know, you live there. And so you're, you know, again, mm. you're immersed. And so you're working probably nonstop. Yeah. Uh. So it is a seven-day nonstop work week. My day started every morning with a 9 o'clock meeting. Right. With other department heads and people. Yeah. And it was a lot of meetings. And, and those were it, just, like, for organizational purposes, just to make yeah, sure that, yeah. checking in, guess, seeing how the guests were faring, um, if there were any complaints, and addressing those issues and so forth. So lots of people, though, to keep happy. Oh, thousands. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, and you had guests, and then there was crew. Mm-hmm. So it was a very busy ship. Mm-hmm. Very busy. Wow. Oh, I mean, I think all cruise ships are Yeah, I'm busy. sure they are. It sounds, I mean, it, you know, there's a part of me that thinks, oh, this just sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> but I know there's work. I mean, I know there's work, but it sounds like it would be a fun, you know, fun, fun experience. Yeah. yeah? No? No. no? <laughs> well, like I said, not my cup of tea. Right. Um, and from what, from what, from what perspective, not your cup of tea? Because this is kind of, you know, producing is kind of what you do. Although when we talk about producing, we talk more about of shows in a, in a package of shows, you know, in, in that kind of context right. where this, again, doesn't really fall in that. Um, it's, it's producing a variety of, I guess, acts or what have you mm-hmm. that happen throughout the day, throughout a week, throughout the month, mm-hmm. what have you, as well as all the elements that go inside with, um, with putting them on, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I think one of the big differences between 
if I was producing shows on land, mm-hmm. in the way that I would like to produce shows on land, right? Um, I would have much more input on the content, content and yeah. the talent and, and, yeah, and the, creativity, the shape of yeah, it yeah. all. Um, and you don't really get that, so probably. Get, no, it's kind of a package. No, this is what we're doing. Yeah, so you just have to implement. You just maintain what you're, what's yeah. delivered to you. Gotcha. So there's no so it doesn't artistic feed your, Yeah, it doesn't feed the art. Yeah. And that was one thing I really missed. I can imagine. Um, the whole time I was on board, I only had one conversation about the artistic elements. Uh. There was a musician... And it was like his, he was about to leave. He like left the next day or two days away. And we had this conversation about music and its impact and what mm-hmm. it means. And it was just the most beautiful conversation. <laughs> I was like, because yeah, you hadn't had that for a while. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I think people forget. I mean, when they, when you think about the arts industry, mm. you know, there's there. I mean, in order to maintain anything, any kind of business, I mean, there's a structure that has to be maintained. Mm. There's so many details, and it's not just the art is only just the small element. And sometimes that mm. gets lost altogether because we have all these other things that we have to accomplish. That you know, that it's that's almost second, mm-hmm. you know, which is a shame. And for the person who is really an artist, which they got into this to begin mm-hmm. with and that happens in so many industries i mean oh, yeah. i just i mean i worked in i've worked in a variety of industries but in particular like when you care for people if you're working at all where you're providing services for people eventually to move up into anything the care becomes the last mm-hmm. element i mean yeah. and and that's the whole reason you started in this field yeah. to begin with you know and then yeah so it's kind of sad when that happens yeah and the environment is very not that theater companies aren't businesses because mm-hmm. they most certainly are sure they have to be in order to run mm-hmm. but this environment was extremely corporate oh. and extremely dominated by the corporate yeah. attitude and atmosphere yeah. and kind of a lot that goes with that now some of that some of the kind of unfortunate stuff that we encounter in mm-hmm. workplaces that are corporate or otherwise yeah they they are everywhere yeah I think that's one of the things I, I mean, that's why I kind of wanted to get out of that, you know, that kind of atmosphere. And you kind of like working for a smaller, like a mom and pop type of situation because you still, well, you still have a lot of business elements you have to take care of. There's more of an even balance of of the other stuff. Sometimes. not always. Yeah, not always. Sure. But there was definitely, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff you think of as typical corporate was definitely there. A lot of office politics. Mm. A lot of got so many meetings. Yeah. Oh gosh, I, <laughs> I know. I was in meetings all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, I bet. And the emails were insane. I mean, the email inbox. I spent so much time just weeding through emails and addressing oh. all the like all this admin, just tons of admin. Mm-hmm. It was intense. And then on top of that, on a ship, I mean, you're going to get this in a theater anyway, sure. but even more so on a ship because take it to another level, you're at sea. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's all this safety. Yeah, sure. So I wasn't just trying to learn my job, which was not laid out very well. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of just me trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. 
Um, which is which is amazing to me because I would think almost in that type of environment, just like when I've heard of other people that have gone onto a cruise ship, like like they're preparing for the show, they might be in rehearsals for like six weeks before they enter the ship. Yeah. You'd almost think that this type of role would also have that kind of six week whatever <laughs> six week type prep. of you know yeah. yeah where you really yeah. are lear- not only because there is so much safety to take care of, but the procedures and policies and procedures yeah. and then the safety and then the fe- you know the, all the different aspects of your job. Those things take a lot of time uh, in, in that environment, I think, to to pick up on. And, they do, um, especially just... when you're dealing with a, a, the corporate. Again, mm-hmm. the corporate. Yeah. Again, every company is going to have their brand and their way of yeah. doing things. But especially when you get into these big, massive corporations, there are policies and there are procedures and certain there's certain ways you have to do it. Yeah. You can't just, oh, I can't necessarily do what I did at my last theater here. Right. Because we did it differently. Yeah. Like the, the way you do a purchase order is just different. Right. So you have to learn how All they do them, a yep, purchase order. Yep, yep, you yep. have to learn what that, and you have to learn who's who. And the, the structure is crazy because you have a you have a management structure on the ship, but you also have a management structure at the corporate office shoreside. So you have and you have to report to both. Right. And you have to the people Ugh. the people at corporate shoreside they're the ones who pay you and right. give you a job, but the people on the ship are the ones who you encounter every day, every day and they can make your life a living hell. <laughs> it doesn't sound so glamorous anymore, Melanie. That's not glamorous. <laughs> no, okay, okay, I'm going to say this. Mm. I'm going to, I am going to say this. I think, because I don't think working on the ship, working on a ship, is necessarily bad for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I not say it's bad. Um, there, there were certain positions, I think being a performer on a ship mm-hmm. could be a lovely job. Yeah. Our main stage performers, right? They did two shows a week. Two and, shows a week, and the shows are forty-five minutes. Come on, what did they do so, the other time? Whatever they wanted. No way. Mm. They weren't employed in other aspects. Mm-mm. I thought they would have to like, you know, do some of those stupid games and stuff. They had to and... do some of the drills. Wow. They had to be, um, you know, they had duties during the the passenger drill and the crew right. drill. Sure. But that's it. Like that. You know, wow. the, the safety drill. That's kind of surprising But me. that's it. I mean, so I think it depends on your position. And yeah. this other performers who weren't, who were who were classified as kind of guest performers, who can, like the comedians Well, yeah, they would just stuff. come in. They They're was, just there to perform that's and that's it. it. Yeah. That is all they, they did. did. Yeah. So. They didn't even do those other things. They, they were, didn't even they do were contracted. safety drills. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're like a they're like a passenger almost, mm-hmm. except that they then go perform for a couple a show. hours and then, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the gig so. I want. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one I want. <laughs> so I think for some people, it could be a very good deal. Right. Depending mm-hmm. on the position you're in. Mm-hmm. So you could you could work and you basically get to pocket all that money because you're not paying rent and you're mm-hmm. not having to buy food and yeah. you know you got what you need. The drawbacks are you're away. Yeah. And you're very detached. That was... You think nowadays with the technology the way it is. It's not it's like there is Wi Fi on the ship, but it's awful. <laughs> I just that boggles my <laughs> and mind. It's expensive. We have yeah, I we have, you know I mean, just think of our military and so on. Yeah. They have to utilize all these incredible this incredible technology. I would think that the ship itself has to have an incredible technology to man to navigate the waters and do all that kind of thing. You'd think that it, that technology I'm sure would be. Sure, the a... navigation deck was fine. <laughs> I'm sure they were so, fine. So, but not for but everybody else. But it's huh? like that's not a service yeah. that they, you know. Because yeah, I do remember having the Wi-Fi. If you, you know, like you said, like you paid a ton, ton, ton of money for it. You paid. Yeah. If you ha- if you wanted Wi-Fi, you had to pay. Yeah. You know, quite a bit extra for that. Yeah. Yeah. And the crew has to pay for internet as well. Wow. It's not free. 
That's a shame. So and so I So that yeah, that definitely keeps you detached because it, so you're really detached. Yeah. No logging on to Facebook whenever you want. Oh huh? god no. No. None of that. No, 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 none oh, of that. Goodness. Wow. No, not no, at all. That's gonna be a major not culture that, shock for some people. That would be yeah. <laughs> not that there was for me. Not that there was time. Mm-hmm, right. Because my days, like I started it with meetings at nine a.m. So sometimes I would try to do some prep before the meeting. So maybe I'm in the office by eight thirty or something mm-hmm. like that, and then into the meeting. And then of course the shows don't come down until close to midnight, and I need to be on the floor for a lot of that. Right. Like and. You know, sometimes if things I thought things were going well, maybe I could leave at eleven or ten thirty if it looked like it was going well, and I thought it was safe. Maybe I could. Sit. So I got to I could play a little bit mm-hmm. um, with my schedule. I don't want to make it sound like I was chained to the wall or yeah. something. But um, but you pretty much needed to be there. Yeah, uh-huh. you really did. And yeah, so it was very long days, and it was every day, and and there was no end point. I mean, really, because don't the, when the ships you know empty, okay. what was that like? I mean, because they would so you change over, right? When the oh, that's only when, that's like a morning. That's it. It's like passengers leave in the morning, and the new passengers come on a few hours later. Wow. Like it's, I guess I didn't realize it was that quick. No, there's no dead down. There's no downtime. There's mm. no downtime for the show. Oh. It's too expensive. They yeah. need to make their money. They gotta yeah. get people on. And then get them out. So yeah, and you know, port days. The, the the concept of oh, but you get to go to all these ports and you get to see the world. Kinda. Mm. There were days that if I. If you were an entertainer, if, you'd get to yeah, right. If, exactly. <laughs> and I'm telling you, the entertainers, a lot of the performers, they were able to go on excursions. They were able to do that kind of thing, mm-hmm. which would have been lovely. Mm-hmm. I did not feel it was possible. I was yeah. lucky if I got off the ship for a couple hours. Mm, wow. So, I mean, God, I had so much admin to do. So if it was quiet and people were not bugging me, because that's the other thing, you're like constantly bombarded with people coming in the office and asking questions. And mm-hmm. now you have an, a meeting about this new activity and this party and this thing that needs a microphone. And then right. somebody wants to change roommates because they hate their roommate. And, you know, wow. like, you know, it's like, <laughs> uh, you know, you're constantly juggling all that. Yeah. So when people are away, you're like, okay, now I can catch up on these emails. Now I can catch up on these reports I have to write. Now I can like mm-hmm. look at this manual that I have not had a chance to look at of mm-hmm. this. And there's there were constant trainings for safety, as you mm-hmm. can imagine. Sure. Like, uh, so there were some times I would have to go to a safety training session in a classroom. Uh, or there were computer-based modules that I had to, and you had to get through them. So it's like, I have quiet time now, so let me take the computer module on watertight doors. Let's go, <laughs> you know, so I have to go through that video mm-hmm. and take the quiz and make sure that I'm clear on watertight doors. Make sure doors. you get 80%. <laughs> exactly. If you're below 80, you know, so it's, it's like that kind of thing. So if you, and, and barring all that, I might just need to take a nap. <laughs> so like there, there were yeah. days where I was like, I could go see this port mm-hmm. or I could sleep. Sleep, well, sleep sounds so much better. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. So that, yeah, it it was just it was constant, and and that's you know when we do shows, there's usually an endpoint. Right. Like we often have crazy long days, mm-hmm. and we work. I mean, I've certainly done but it's that like on you shows. Get to, but you, you do get that to get to, to this point, point where it's running, then. and then you can yeah. breathe. Sure. Right. Not not here because no. it's just con- it's just on a constant rotation. 
So it's a loop. That yeah, it's a Groundhog Day situation. <laughs> it really is, um, and it just never ends. And the you know, so that was, that was, not for me. Yeah, you know, and the at- the atmosphere was not great. Yeah, it was very interesting. Was the food good? Dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> this is important. Was the food good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I will say this. I I was extremely privileged because of my status. Uh-huh. I had officer status. Right. So I had my own room. I did not have to share. That's very nice. nice. Yeah. Um, and I was also privileged to be able to eat in the guest areas. Hmm. As opposed to just being restricted to the crew mess. Oh, crew mess. Yeah. I don't like the title of that. <laughs> So some people right. didn't have So I'm going to say that too as cuz this is another element of cruise ships that's very status. Wow, the class system is yeah. real. I mean that is there is a serious class system going on that's and wild. it's in your face. There's no hiding from the fact that I can't go there. The the oh man, mm. the people who I don't know. It's just very interesting to see, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, I know a lot of the people who do the not so pleasant jobs on the ship. Mm-hmm. Sure. And don't enjoy any com- the of, comforts that yeah. I was able to enjoy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, but they're happy to be there because in their home countries, right. the salary translates very well. Mhm. Mhm. Yep. But you still like it's 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 hard. Yeah. It's it if you're not used to operating in that kind of class system. Right. That's Isn't that amazing. It's it's you still an, have that in in, mm, in, in an entertainment mm, work environment. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just mind boggling. It's, it's it was definitely something that was in your face all the time. Mm. I mean, every time you go downstairs. <laughs> I say downstairs. I mean, when you go below the yeah, guest desk, right? When you're on crew decks, um, it's just—I mean, it's in your face on the guest desk, guest decks too. Is but when you're mm. below stairs, as it were, um, mm. yeah, it's definitely—it's—it's it's like a whole—and it's, it's a whole other world what goes on below deck. Yeah, I below guest deck when you're on crew decks. The the um the drinking culture really. <laughs> The big party culture. <laughs> wow, and you know, here's the thing, and this isn't, this is not unusual for a lot of industries, and it's not unusual for theater because a lot of times the conversations happen at the pub, mm-hmm. at the bar after the show, right? You know, and that's where you make friends and you gain your social currency, which translates to opportunities. Yeah, and hookups. And hookups. <laughs> <laughs> and that that is. I am not a big party person. I'm not right. a big drinker. I'm not a big, that's not, I mean, I don't on occasion, but you know, sure. it's not like yeah. something I have to do all the time. But, and I would, you would think, oh, well, if, if you're really tired at the end of your long day, you've got to go to bed. Right. Yeah. But you kind of have to go oh. make some friends. Wow. Yeah. If you want your job to be easier. Isn't that something? Because honestly, you, 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 if you don't, if you don't do that social thing, at least every now and then, then you're ostracized. Then probably. You, yeah. you just don't like flourish. It's, it's weird. Hmm. And it was amazing 
<laughs> so, of course, sometimes you need other departments like the maintenance department, sure. facilities, yeah. and the electricians. Because you're all down there in crew. Yeah. Right. But it was amazing how some of my electrical problems and some of my venues got better after I bought the head electrician a bottle of Jack Daniels. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> That's bizarre. So there was, I had to learn like, okay. I don't know that I do very well with that. Who's who yeah. and who do I need to buy drinks for to get the work done that I need to get done? Wow. I'm not a schmoozer very well I, at that, I But guess. I mean... You know, it was mm. like I and I was a new kid, so I was trying to figure out how mm -hmm. all these relationships work and who I have to please. And it, wow, mm. like yeah. there was a lot. And that doesn't come with training. No. <laughs> well, that's not in the training manual or the training video. <laughs> there wasn't much of a training manual either. I uh. have to say. I mean, like the whole, like the actual, well, none of that was of course right. explained. Sure. I had to figure out all that kind of social stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the actual tasks of the job, those were also kind of a moving target because you ask five different people how to do something and there's five different answers wow. and you're not really sure. There were some standards that I could go to for some questions, right. but not like not your daily procedures. Hmm. And there, you know, there was obviously some people that passed through that and one person in particular that was supposed to train me, but that was, it was brief and it was, it's not an, it wasn't an organized thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't, it was kind of, it wasn't formal. It wasn't formal. It was whatever that person thought to do or felt like doing or, you know, wow. <laughs> and however and they, you just wouldn't think that in this type of setting. You would because, think it yeah. would be more formalized. Yeah, absolutely. You would think like the watertight door modules. Yeah, industry you standards, all these types of things. For the, yeah. for the job that there would be, mm -hmm. you know, some formalized, absolutely. like this This is how you do this job. But there mm. wasn't. So wow. there was a lot of trying to figure that stuff out mm. while navigating office politics, which, my goodness... Like, I, I've encountered some crazy in theater, mm -hmm. definitely. <laughs> but you would have thought, I mean, honestly, there were days I thought, is this House of Cards? I wow. thought this was just a cruise ship, but no. These people are playing for keeps. But it's just, it's tricky. Yeah. It was it was a really tricky atmosphere to figure out these personalities and the, the culture of it and the social structure. Mm -hmm. So, good. Ex I mean, good experience to have in your in your arsenal. Happy you did it. Glad you gave it a go. You're taking too long to answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I I'm not a big person. I don't have a. I don't have a. I'm not a big person who harps on regrets. No, no, no. Know? I know that. But I mean, know. everything, even. But had you known? Think you give it a try, or think maybe? Oh no! No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. Okay. If I enough. if I knew now what it what it was, no. No. Because <laughs> you know, because sometimes knowing helps us, you know, be prepared. Sometimes a little bit, either from a psychological standpoint or just emotionally prepared to handle. And then sometimes they think, oh, had I known this, I could have probably maybe maybe been better equipped to, 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 you know, to handle the job. I don't know. That's what, what, that's what I mean. Not, not, not that you would have had the skills necessarily yet because you still had to learn, you know, what, what they needed, you know, as, as to what to do in the job. But I'm just saying, you know, you would have been in tune to maybe how things, no? 
Yeah, and I wouldn't have wasted my time. Gotcha. Okay. Well, fair enough. I get it. Yeah. I, I tell you, I, you know, we all, I mean, obviously the universe sent me there and sent me on that experience so that I could learn and grow. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that I didn't have takeaways. Right. And that I didn't learn and grow because it was an education for sure. And it also held a, a mirror up to myself in a lot of ways to, to figure out what I do want and what I don't want. Right. And, and yeah, sometimes that's the only way we know what too. I respect and what I don't respect and what I appreciate and don't appreciate and what I'm willing to tolerate and what I'm not willing to tolerate. Right. And I think that's really important. So I think it's, I think it's good that life sent it to me. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. I don't, I don't regret it. Right. But I, I would never purposely do that to myself. Right, right gotcha. <laughs> but I had to go through that yeah. to get the growth. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So wow. for that, I'm thankful. And I will have to say, there were some very nice people. Oh, sure. I, I met bet. I met some lovely people. I hope so. There were a handful of people that I really enjoyed. So I appreciate those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I appreciate those people who saw me and... um. Reached out to me and supported me mm-hmm. because there were there were a couple, yeah. not a bunch, but a couple. <laughs> <laughs> at least there was a bunch. You know, there was a couple there. You know, at least there was a couple. So so. <clears throat> so, so you've had a summer, fall, winter of you know yeah. experiences and. So that was yeah a lot of growth. Yeah. A lot of yeah, okay. and and now that all that's behind me, a lot of reflection. Mm-hmm. And a lot of... Which always comes at the end of the year, anyway. Yeah, yeah it does. It's like kind of perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's good to get a paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that, that was nice. Yeah. Um, and it was good to learn. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see as much as I'd like to see of the world, so... Yeah, it's hard to see when you just... It's hard to... <laughs> when you just get off it the ship for like a couple hours yeah right what are you gonna do oh hit a coffee shop yeah you hit a coffee shop you you get the obligatory souvenirs yeah and you get back on yeah (laughs) and so it's it's i don't i don't feel like i really truly experienced the places Mm. that i was yeah um but that's okay Mm -hmm. like i I got a i got a whiff yeah and um you know one day if, if there was if one of those looked particularly interesting I think that oh I want to go back there and really dive deep then mm-hmm. I can do that sure. maybe later in life. Yeah. But again, it's I think that was my specific position and my specific experience. Right. I think it could be a lovely job. I know other people who've done ships and they love it. Yeah. Um I know somebody who's on a ship right now loving it. Well, I know a bunch of people now. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> before I, before I yeah. have this job. Um so I think in some situations and with some positions, it could be fabulous. Yeah. Okay. It's just for me. Um, I will I will reflect on it as a learning opportunity. Yeah. And I will move on. There you go. Very good. That's <laughs> all you can do. But I think this is that's a good segue into talking about kind of our mental health mm-hmm. in this industry. Right. Because this is not uncommon. Right. To run into these not so fantastic jobs or environments. Yeah. So, I mean, I know you've been through, Yeah. we've all been through. Yeah, absolutely. In all sorts of different arenas, whether it be, mm. you know, the theater arena or just the service industry or, mm-hmm. you know, working with special needs populations or, or what have you. And yeah, 
you know, I mean, in any situation, you need to care for yourself. And some some um, environments do a better job of that than others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in the entertainment industry or the theater or what have you, I think because we're so sometimes caught up in our art mm-hmm. that we don't often care for ourselves the way we need to. And so yeah. sometimes it's easier to be taken advantage of sometimes, yeah. too, you know. And um, we love so much love of what we're doing that we don't almost mind being taken advantage right. of for a time, right. you know, and then we realize, Hey, we're being taken advantage of, you know what I mean? And then we're, right. then we're upset about it or we're, right. or, or, or exhausted or we're worn out or we're whatever we're hurt or, you know, all these different things. So, yeah. So self-care is super important. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like this idea that we have in this industry that you have to suffer for mm-hmm. your art. Right. Like that's a really, I, what is that? <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's because it's happened. It's just happened that way, you know, because art wasn't viewed maybe as important. I mean, it's so weird. I mean, now we st- we look at things and we, th- we especially many who work in this industry, see and the importance of art and what it mm. means to a community, means to people's development, means to all sorts of different aspects of our life. But it seemed like before it was like you, you had to suffer and you had to, it was a starving artist. It was the, you know, because there wasn't value, it wasn't given the value that it is, mm. that it is now. But yet there still is that, still that element of of suffering, I guess. Right. No, it's weird. I, well, I think I think a lot of people put that on themselves yeah. first of all, and then I I do think our industry needs to do better mm-hmm. about forwarding that myth. Right. Um. It's just not necessary. I there's a lot of stuff that happens in our industry <laughs> that I just feels not necessary. Yeah. I, it really isn't. Um. We can be better to each other, mm-hmm. and we can be healthier. We can have better mental and emotional health. We don't. I. I don't know where all this. I don't know. It's. It's. It's very much a me thing. I just. I'm well, not... it's a slow progression of change, and you know, it's. It's gotten better. Oh, let's face it. Just oh, it so has. We look, yeah, it but has. it just has. Still has so much more to go. I guess is the thing. Yeah. You know. But we need to keep pushing that because mm-hmm. it, it. I think we get better to a point, and then we settle. Mm-hmm. For a little while, mm-hmm. and we think, well, we've come so far, right? You know, and then we we so we accept where we're at now because it's better, right? But it still can be better, yeah. And we have to remember that, right? Yeah. And suffering, I mean, obviously, there's some element of sacrifice or work that you have to put in to to do anything in life. Yes. Whether that's you know, I'm going to get in shape, so I've got to go to the gym now. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right. a certain level of suffering for. Mm-hmm. For the physicality or the health that you want. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, like a certain amount of that. But I've seen some people just take this to a crazy extreme. Yeah. But those are personal choices, too. Yeah. It's when you are when you, when you decide to do that for yourself, that's one thing. Another mm-hmm. thing is when an industry or an environment imposes right. on you. Right. You know? Yeah. And I just, that's just a dragon that needs to be slayed yeah there's a there's a few of those in our industry and and you're right they are slowly mm-hmm. dying out yeah but we need to continue just keep you know pushing forward and recognizing it yeah that doesn't mean you don't work at it doesn't mean you don't put the time in it doesn't mm-hmm. mean you don't study it doesn't mean you don't invest mm-hmm. in it but i think that's a better way of putting it that word invest mm-hmm. invest in it as opposed to suffer for right. it. right yeah i get that it's a, it's a mindset that. yeah there so I think we need to work on that.
So new year, new you. New year, new me. <laughs> Absolutely. All, new all of us. That's new right. decade. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird. 2020. So that's enough about me and what I've been doing. <laughs> we need to talk about you because you're in rehearsal for a show right now. I am. It's coming up very quickly. Moonlight and Magnolias at uh, Milltown Players in Pelzer, South Carolina. Woohoo! Yeah, my first um, outing out there, which mm. has been um, a, a real ride. It's been yeah. I mean, it's a. If you don't know anything about the show, it's you know it's about the writing. I'm putting. If you can't see me because you can't. Air quotes. Uh, air quotes. <laughs> uh, the writing of, of the movie Gone. With with the wind and how it needed to be, um, the, the producer David Oselznik, which is the the role that I'm playing, um, stops production because he's not happy with the screenplay and it needs to be rewritten. And he's mm. got a week to do it because everything is halted, so it's costing thousands and thousands of dollars to halt the production. So they need to rewrite this in a week because that's all the time he's got from his fellow writer and his his um director to kind of get this thing up and running so it's very comical which has mm. been you know a lot of fun to play with the comedy and what's really funny is when we first got together to read the script and and that kind of thing with the other um actors involved you know we talked about gone with wind i had never seen it Oh, that's right. <laughs> so I and they were all I aghast had, at me. Yeah, you know that as I, I had was. never seen Gone with the Wind. Ooh, so, so it's really interesting to, to kind of take this on, and because I'm learning the story, you know, through. Have you seen it yet? I have. Okay. I have. I finally <laughs> watched the entire thing, which Isn't takes a, which takes a week of your life, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but yeah, I found you know I, I did find it super interesting and really solidified a lot of the things, of course, uh -huh. that that are being um. Uh, portrayed in the in the production and, and through the writing and through some of the the dialogue and so on. So that was really kind of cool to kind of put those pieces together from mm -hmm. the movie. And I did, couldn't believe all the stuff that was in it. I mean, <laughs> it is a long movie. It's got what three hours or more. I think it's about four hours. Yeah, because it because yeah. it's on the way that I saw it was on DVD. So it's on two discs for right? one thing. Yeah. And there's an intermission. There's an you intermission. You know, so that's how it was done, of course, in the day. But um, but really cool. But yeah, a huge piece. I mean, mm -hmm. pretty amazing. Pretty mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. But also pretty amazing how the attitude toward it was, you know, this could be a real turkey. You know what I mean? Even <laughs> even the even the guys there. I mean, David O'Sullivan was sold out. I mean, he this this needed to you know be the thing. I mean, this was going to put him on the map, really. Mm. And but his director thought, oh, you know, yeah, I'll do it. But you know, and the writer was like, mm, you know, <laughs> so they weren't sold out to this thing being a hit. Yeah. You know, he he had to kind of push that whole. Um, that whole mindset and keep on about this is going to be great and we're going to do this type of thing. Um, and he believed in it, but the others, not so much. Mm. <laughs> you know? So when it won all the awards yeah. that it won and accolades and a super huge success financially for him and, you know, for the studio industry and all that kind of thing, you know, it was, it was pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Pretty amazing. So do you spend a lot of time being a cheerleader? Then? Is that like yeah, my role does. It's interesting <laughs> how you know, sometimes the approach is, you know, from frustration to encouraging, mm -hmm. you know, um, in the character because, yeah. you know, he's constantly, constantly want to get these guys on his side because he wants this out of him. He needs their help. You know, he yeah. can't do it by himself. So, and these are the guys that he's employing. So right. how do I get this out of them? You right. know, so there's a, there's a lot of that, but then there's a lot of, you know, angst and anxiety as well, you know, throughout, but, yeah. but it's fun. It's fun. It's another one of those smaller cast pieces where there's four of us, three guys, one girl. And um, so you're working just the three of you, four of you, mm -hmm. you know, on this piece. And that that's always interesting because um, 
you know, there's just less moving parts, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, or you're more reliant on one another, which builds relationships, which is always cool. Mm -hmm. That's always the nice part of this experience is the relationships and friendships you build and not working with working with new people that you mm -hmm. haven't with. And so now you've, it's a new relationship and a new friendship. And so, yeah, so it's been a, a, a fun time. Big, big job. Yeah. Big, big job. Lots but, of lines. Yeah, lots of dialogue. But um, but a, a good time. And I'm looking forward to seeing it on its feet, you know. Really Who's with you in the cast? So we have Rod McClendon, who I've done a few different yeah, shows with. You know Rod. Rod. Um, he's been in a variety of things all over uh, the upstate and so on. And he's done a couple things out at Milltown. So this, I think, is his third production i think with milltown players mm -hmm. and so um so he was great to come on board and then chris white mm -hmm. who is um i've done a show with oh, it's back it's been quite a few years now we did the last thing i did with him was um uh amadeus down at the warehouse mm -hmm. theater so yeah. that's gotta be 10 years ago i think but um but he does uh movie work more than anything he's got a background in theater and teaching and and also filmmaking so mm -hmm. and that's what he's doing right now is filmmaking so it's kind of neat for him to be playing he's playing victor fleming who is the the filmmaker oh, on, right. the, on the, the so it's it's very yeah. fitting and, and Rod McClendon is playing Ben Hecht which is the writer and then um, Nancy Burkhart is our Miss Poppingall in the um, uh, as part of the cast and yeah we're just having a great time mm -hmm. flushing this thing out you know each day it's directed by um, by Noah Taylor who is the artistic director at um, the Market Theater in Anderson right, you know yeah. new theater group in the last I guess four or five years maybe mm -hmm. four years and so and then uh, um He's being um, being helped by or assistant directed by um, uh, Drew Whitley, which I've had the privilege of working with him too in, in some productions um, at Clemson, and then I think that was the only thing that was in with Drew. But then he's done some a lot of upstate stuff as well, directing and in you know as an actor and mm. so on, so a lot of different things. So so yeah, it's really been an, an, a neat neat project to work on, but a challenge for me, which I just keep saying to myself, you know, this is what it's all about to keep the gray cells active. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> so that yeah. they're continually yeah. firing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a challenge. Well, I am not planning to go anywhere, so hopefully oh, I'll see the There you go. All right. Excellent. <laughs> right Excellent. now, as far as I know, I'm not going to get a phone call tonight. Like, <laughs> can you go? Um, yeah, I definitely want to see this yeah. one. I've heard about this show before. Oh, so you haven't seen yeah. I've never And I've never seen, seen it, it on stage either, so yeah. So but, of course, you know, we, as we've discussed in the past, I'm a huge Gone with the Gone Wind with fan. The wind. Love that movie. <laughs> so I really – and I've heard this play is hilarious. It's so fun. I yeah. am looking forward to it. Great to see you on stage. Yeah, it'll be it'll be an adventure. Since it opens I next. You in the last one. Yeah, yeah, that's our. Okay, Bruce, so why don't you give us the details? Sure. Well, Moonlight and Magnolia is opening January 17th and running through February 2nd at the historic Pelzer Auditorium, home of the Milltown Players. That's at 214th Levy Street, so in Pelzer, if you're not familiar. But it's really kind of in the center. You can't really miss it as you're coming down downtown. And tickets are only $12, and you can buy them by going online to uh, milltownplayers.org or calling the box office at 864 947 8,000. So, uh, so yeah, check it all out. It's really, you know, it's interesting what Will Raglan, who's the executive director, has done there. He's really tried to, well, not he's tried, he's done. He's made um, entertainment affordable mm. by keeping ticket prices really, really reasonable. I mean, you can go to see live theater for less than you can go see a movie, pretty much, mm -hmm. um, especially if you're a senior or something like that. But $12 is, you know, a great, a great uh, value. He does some beautiful work as far as production value, the set. So this is kind of be I don't know if I should say this, but I'm gonna uh, one of the most expensive sets that he's done because Ooh. you know it's period you know so it's yeah. kind of that 
1940s, you know, uh, feel. Right. And, and so, yes, yeah, so he's really... Is he the designer? Yeah, he's the designer. Yeah, yeah he's the designer on it. And he's also uh, been doing all the uh, prop work and all nice. that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, he's, he's, he's excited about that aspect yeah. of it as well. So it'll be visually really cool to see to yeah. see as well. So He has yeah. a background in visual art as mm-hmm. well as theater. So yeah. his sets are always phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every, every time I go, I'm just I'm more impressed with, with the set, it seems. Like mm. this, the last one that I saw there was um, a production called... Um, Bright Star, which is a right. musical, Steve Martin, oh. and it was really beautiful. I wish I could really. Seen that. I mean, yeah. and I kind of went to that one purposely without knowing anything about it because mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't do any research. I wanted to be pleasantly surprised, and I was. I really just loved it all. Mm-hmm. You know, really, really yeah. loved it all. So, so yeah, it's exciting. And so, come to the uh, historic Pelzer Auditorium and see us at. Uh, the Mil- with the Milltown Players in Moonlight and Magnolias. I will be there. All right. With bells on. <laughs> well, maybe not. They're very noisy during the show. Yeah, no, no, no. No bells. No bells. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, I love good. Gone with the Wind, so this will be fun. I think, th- and that's a draw, I think, for some people that don't know that particular show. When you say Gone with the Wind, they go, oh, Gone with the Wind. That, that, mm-hmm. I like Gone with the Wind. I know Gone with the Wind. I'm going to come. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of that in itself, I think, is a draw for some folks, um, which is cool because yeah. it's something they can kind of attach to. Which for me, I wouldn't have known, you know, till I went, <laughs> until I finally watched Gone with the Wind. But I loved it too, so. All right. Well, in the coming weeks, we are hoping to get some content that we recorded mm-hmm. for this podcast out. Um, some of it is, you know, like uh, the shows have passed, but sure. the conversations were still great. Yeah. And I'm really hoping we can get those out because. They were great conversations yeah. to have with people. Yeah. And some of them aren't so uh, – a couple of the conversations we had weren't attached to a particular timeline. So that's those will always be great. Right. So we're hoping to get those out. Uh, we've got to get some editing done and get those up. But that should be coming soon. Okay. Very and good. then, of course, there's always new theater happening around. And we'll be talking to people and finding out what's going on in our fabulous upstate well, the Upstate of community. South Carolina. That's correct. Yeah. So good stuff. And follow. Hello there, theater people. We hope you are enjoying spending time in the green room. Want to stay updated? Like and follow Thespis in the Green Room on social media. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Thespis G. That's at sign Thespis G. T-H-E-S-P-I-S-G. Want to support Thespis in the Green Room? If you like what you're hearing and want to encourage us to continue conversations in the Green Room, you can become a patron of the show. Visit our Patreon page. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash thespis g and donate today no amount is too small and every little bit helps patrons will receive special content and audio extras through our patreon page check it out at patreon.com slash thespis g good night and thank you whoever we are grateful you found her a spot on the sound radio we'll think of you Special thanks to Dick Stevens of Stevens Magic and Fun. He can be found on Facebook at Stevens Magic and Fun. Thespis in the Green Room is a Courageous Crossings production. Music used in this podcast is licensed by ASCAP and BMI. 
What comes next? You've been freed. Good. So this was wonderful to catch up. Yeah, with. absolutely. Always About good. About time. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to what we have in the new year. Yes, me too. It'll be me good too. stuff. All right. Okay. We'll see you till next time. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. Everywhere, it's been the same. Like I'm outside in the rain Free to try and find a game Cards for sorrow Cards for pain Cause I've seen I'm going home